Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And uh, welcome. Happy Monday. Lori and Julia's show. My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Got another week of shows ahead. We've been working very hard to make them good. Uh, we've been working very hard at having fun, Donnie. Don't, don't, yes. don't lie to anybody. It's Monday. I, know, I thought I'd try. Did we all have a fun weekend? Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> wow. What are you giggling about? Yes, we so did. fun this weekend. <laughs> we did. Wow. Donnie, why don't you start? Yeah. Well, uh, okay, I'll start. So here's a little... Oh, oh you went to this. Four Tops and the Temptations. At the Ordway last night. Yeah, Temptations and Four Tops. The place was packed. I believe it. Absolutely packed. And they sang this and everybody sang along. Oh, yeah. The Temptations were, the Temptations stole the show. They were absolutely amazing, including one original member, Dr. Otis. Yeah. 76 years old. Wow. Still doing all the dance And they just moves. have younger guys that have yes, come in. Yes, they filled and, it yeah. out with some younger guys. Mm-hmm. Well, they're in their 50s to about yeah. 70. But this Dr. Otis, who's 76, the original temp, yeah. still going down, doing all the dance oh, moves. Oh, sweet. That must that yeah, have been fun. A lot of fun. So. Tell us about grandmas, Lori. Oh, geez. Julia, you were missed, okay? You were missed. I know. I'll go next year. I was running into people, people that listened to the show, and they were like, where's Julia? I thought she was never going to miss... <laughs> <laughs> Grandma's marathon again after the last two years, and I said, uh, uh, four girls' weekends in a row it's too was much. too much. Too much. Too you much. needed a weekend of rest, but uh-huh. it was it was a cold marathon. Okay, it was like fifty degrees Ooh, at the finish my line. Word, that it cold? never. Oh, it was that cold? Oh, it breeze. never did rain. Okay, the. Uh, something happened at Grandma's marathon that's never happened before, and that we have a four beater. Someone won their fourth? The fourth yeah. year in a row. The Kenyan guy, I forget his name, he's won four years in a row. When he sailed across the finish line, nobody even came in after him for another two minutes. Wow. And he came very close. It was like a two, he came real close to breaking, you know, I think his own record. Right. But that's never been done before. Wow. And then an, an American woman won, and that hasn't happened in a long, long time. I thought last year an American woman won. Mm, no, I don't think so. But I think she took in, in the... Okay. Maybe. I can't remember, right. but it was okay. exciting. It was exciting. And um, 
Um, the tent was rocking. The band Viva Knievel was fantastic. <laughs> what kind of music? Do they, they were play? like um, I love the name. Viva I know, Knievel. They were like Bruno Mars meets a little Earth, Wind, and Fire meets oh, how um, fun. like a Motown kind of a sound. They had a lot of guys in the band and did covers, and they were fantastic. I mean, we were just dancing our butts off, and I ran into some high school. Uh, girlfriends Jody and Debbie and Hi, of course Sherry yes. talking her shibberish, mm-hmm. which she does. Sherry, my friend Sherry has her own language and it's just absolutely gibberish. So it's Sherry and gibberish, shibberish, shibberish, mm-hmm. and it never fails. Even the way she says "ick" to me makes makes laugh. me laugh, She's and funny. I feel like I'm in flipping tenth grade all She's over funny. again, getting the giggles. And uh, then we went and. Um, of course, went to the Saratoga after the music in the afternoon was over, went to the toga under the, uh, you know, uh, let's get inside and ostensibly, you know. Relax. Relax. <laughs> relax at the bar and watch women dance. Uh-huh. No one's dancing oh, no in one the after- afternoon. And and then G.B. Layton wasn't playing in the big grandma's tent. They put up a tent at Pier B. So then we ended up over there dancing with G.B. And it was just, it was... It was super fun, and I taught. I met a lot of young women, and and um, they all wanted good pickup lines. So I let them use oh, my one, you? the one good one. Just let anyone cute know that you can only talk to them if they have clean underwear and a dirty mind, and they have to promise you that they have that. And they were just, people were just like, "That is a great line." Oh, Lori! Oh, so you're good. so funny. I know, but you're it was so funny. It was. It finally like kind of warmed up to like that's seventy really cool. in the afternoon. Wow. Yeah, so, you know, and I'm just going to say the Bud Light Limes were flowing. Were they? Ah, they were flowing, Julia. They were just... (laughs) We're like, they never tasted so good. Didn't they have the Bud Light Orange? They just had Bud Light Lime. Oh, okay. They had Bud Light Lime. And yeah, so it was just, you know, it's such a fun fun. vibe down there. And anyone... anyone, Duluth is so pretty. Yeah, Duluth is beautiful. And then, you know, it truly is one of the few weekends uh or an event i should say an event where man candy is everywhere good looking guys are everywhere and so when we would see somebody really nice looking in their runner's gear you know we would congratulate them on looking so fine and being a 26.2 not a 10 you know that kind of just well you make people smile yeah and you know people are kind of giddy i think after running 26.2 miles as you would be like you woohoo i want i did it yeah they did Uh and you know uh I saw something I've never seen before. I saw my first clown running. Oh, um, he, full clown the whole way. Well, he, with 52 degrees, I bet the runners liked it. Well, I think the wig helped keep his head warm. Okay. And his nose was certainly warm from yes. the red uh, nose he had on. Oh. And then he had a nice, um, you know, a clown legging. Oh, yeah. Very bright. Yep. And yeah, he was a visible clown with clown face makeup and everything. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, so that's um, funny. And then, of course, it's always fun to watch people as they're trying to, boom, get in for the 305 for Boston to qualify. And, you know, it's just... You, so many people would think watching the finish of a marathon would be so boring, but you guys have really 
you get into it. Like well, watching it, people to get in under, under three hours to qualify. Like, but also at at Canal Park, everyone is close together, so it's a it's a group viewing experience. They're playing music. They've got yep. bleachers. They've got people. Lots of viewing places. People are having parties up in the it's so buildings fun. along. And then at the end is a tent with music and people milling around with food and drink. And so it's not like other marathons where it's kind of might be spread out and there right. isn't really a party. It's a thing, and it's, it's all a good about thing. the runners. And they do it on the right day of the week, because marathons that are on Sunday, you can't... No, no, no bueno. Twin Cities Marathon. How could I take an annual nap for my father on Father's Day if the marathon was on <laughs> you couldn't. You couldn't. I was up north at my place, and we had warm weather, though. Mm-hmm. It was like 80s. Yeah. Um, and no, just kind of a nice overcast most of the day, but it was absolutely lovely. I... Um, Felt like Bill Murray in Caddyshack. Remember when he was trying to get rid of the moles in Caddyshack? Remember yeah. to be underground? And I was that way with some outdoor ants. Oh. And I was going to town at this ant. I found the queen bee ant, there is such a thing, can yeah. lay 300,000 eggs at a time. What were you talking to somebody at a hardware oh, no, store? No, I looked it up. Oh, I mean, because I was out there with all my, you know, I miss Plunkett's Pest Control at my cabin. I mean, man. Um, so I was the exterminator. Yeah. Trying to deal with ants. Well, you know, you love a manly task at the do cabin. I? I think you do. Do I? I think you do. And had a campfire. It was really nice. Yeah. And then the huge storm. I mean. We slept through it. Oh. Apparently, when you do a lot of day drinking, you will sleep through, through the big anything. nighttime storms. Yeah. But everyone said, like, I mean, it was like, what, did it storm down here, Donnie? It did. Well, it's it rained the, the whole day down here. Yeah. But, I mean, the crack of lightning, um, people were just shocked there were that trees we slept down through it. Yeah. And stuff. My new, the new landscaping. I'm Roads like, washed out yes. is bad. There's a lot of bad ones in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And then I got a text from my exorcist. There's a tornado warning up there. You I know, saw it. I saw it mine on. I'm yeah. like, Julia, are you okay? I was all worried you're going to be blown up in the air. I was reading the Elon. Uh, oh, isn't that good? Hildebrand. Hildebrand. Yeah. What's the name the of that Practicals. Book? Yeah, no, The Marriage. No. Um, it's Something Married. It's the new one for Wednesday. I are you reading the wrong one? No, I'm reading the right it's, one. I just can't remember the it's name. It's Married. It's Something Married. <laughs> I, but the be, the maid of honor ends up dead on the wedding day. It is. I'm going, page one. I'm going crazy. Yeah, that's I'm page going one. crazy yeah. to figure out who it is. Same. Same. Mm, so good. Anyway, I recommend Viva Knievel as a band. The, the perfect couple. Is that? Yes, what? thank the you, perfect Donnie. Couple. That's oh, okay, it. Thank you. Thank you. You called it the what? The I recommend Viva Knievel the band if you're a good chance to see them. To they're, see them, yeah, they're, they're really, they're really fun. fun. It sounds and, fun. And I want I want grandmas to bring back uh, uh, GB Layton if they want to sell beer. They got to have Brian. You know you, who played on Friday night? The I just want to fly Sugar Ray. Oh, yeah, oh sure, my yeah. $20 to get in. There were like 500 people in there. And I mean, we walked into grandma's when they were singing that song. Yeah. So I thought, well, there, we don't need to roll under the tent and sneak in this year. You Cause, know, because you've we matured. Heard song. Well, no, <laughs> Remember? That you've done this. that before. Oh, Julia, I've walked in with sticks in my hair. <laughs> <laughs> Do I look like I was just rolling underneath the tent well, to get in it, in that one opening listen, with my there's, friends? There's no reason to pay to go see a band that you're only... It you was only want the one song? Yeah, why pay? I didn't even know they still toured. Mark McGrath. Yes. Yes. He's busy on extra. I yes, think. he is. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story. We can't get... Don't you know I want to keep you around?
thanks for hanging out with us. Well, we were kind of hoping that the British press had maybe gotten sick of humiliating Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex, by interviewing her relatives. But a contraire, we were wrong. Thomas Markle did his first TV interview with Piers Morgan, and it was it wasn't yes. horrible, I didn't think. You didn't see the whole thing. Oh, okay. This you didn't is true. see when Pierce was this holding up, basically, he wanted uh, Thomas Markle to script read what he was holding up for him so he could say some stuff about Prince Harry that there's, uh, like, I think Piers Morgan is making up for him. He was, like, almost gleeful. But I think we'll play the Today Show. Do you think show. they paid him, Lori? Of course oh, they yes. paid him. See, I cannot I don't know believe why. Buckingham Palace hasn't locked this guy I, down. I would say the same thing. Now it makes me think, you know, he pocketed a lot of money for all those stage paparazzi Told photos you. all along. And then calling TMZ and doing Laurie. all that. I know. Well, let's listen to him. So much to get to in this interview, including, and this will be controversial, how Meghan Markle's dad talks about private conversations with Prince Harry. But first... Listen to the way, the emotional way that he describes watching that wedding from thousands of miles away. She was beautiful. It was, it was incredible watching her. Uh, I, I cried a little bit about it, but uh, she was uh, so beautiful walking down that aisle and so proud and so gorgeous. Uh, I, was, I was very proud. I couldn't, have, I couldn't have seen a better moment in my life. For Meghan Markle's dad, the, the joy of watching his daughter marry Prince Harry was marred by the pain of missing the big day. Uh, the unfortunate thing for me now is that I'm a footnote in one of the greatest moments in history rather than the dad walking her down the aisle. In an at times emotional world exclusive interview for the British TV show <laughs> Good Morning Britain, he describes his heart attack. I talked to Harry and Megan, and at that time I started getting heart palpitations. Uh, he's... And at that time I started getting chest pains. Mm. And I said, I have to cancel. The order of service already printed with his name. He was in California, recovering from heart surgery. I told her when I was, before I was going in for the surgery. Uh, this was the second time in the hospital. They were disappointed, but Megan cried, I'm sure. But she did cry. Oh, and I'm sure. And said, take care of yourself. We're really worried about you. So uh, they said the important thing was that I get better. He'd been under intense pressure, but he says when he controversially cooperated with a photographer, Harry and Meghan were forgiving. I didn't do this for money. I did this to change my image for one whole year. I was, I was presented as a hermit living and hiding out in Mexico. I was looking to change my image. And obviously that was a mistake. It went wrong. He hasn't yet seen his daughter and son-in-law. Everything was on the phone. Meghan told me first, and then a few times after that, Harry, Harry got on the phone with Megan. They called me together, and uh, Harry asked for her hand over the phone. And I said, uh, you're a gentleman. Uh, promise me you'll never raise your hand against my daughter. And, of course, I give you my permission. His reaction, just like any proud father. Of course, it's wow. It comes out as a wow, but, you know, this is my daughter. Uh, my daughter is certainly, certainly a prize for him. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. As well, so I, I don't have, uh, you know, uh, yeah, he's great, he's an interesting guy, he's a prince, but my daughter's been a princess since the day she was born. A princess since the day she was born. In that interview, he also thanks Prince Charles for walking her down the aisle, but. I okay, mean, okay. Either the dad has gone rogue right. and gotten a boatload of money from yeah. Pierce Morgan or Buckingham, Buckingham Palace still hasn't locked him down and or, like given him some guidance no. in or, or, and, or somewhere Samantha, the other sister, is just clapping and whispering, perfect, daddy. Can I tell perfect. you, can I tell you the third option? Mm. They don't have a relationship. Yeah. She got married to another dude in 2013 and, and 200 people yeah. went, including her mom, and he didn't go. Yeah. They don't have a relationship. So that's the third option. All right. Yeah. That's yeah, the option. Yeah. And and um, you could tell when you watched the whole interview that that Pierce Morgan had coached him. Well, he, he was holding something up and you could see Thomas Marco reading. And it was when he really? said, I'm sure. He, I'm sure that um, she, no, cried. she cried. Like, I'm sure. I'm she, sure that she cried. And he claims that Prince Harry is said he supported Brexit and told him to give Donald Trump a chance. That would have never. And, that, and that's the part where he was like reading, you know, and that's where, like, you know, uh, Pierce was just gleeful. What, what did he tell you? And you could see Thomas Markle's <laughs> eyes going back and forth <laughs> as he's reading the thing. And I just don't think that Harry would confide in Ever. any of that stuff no, to so. him when he's just meeting him and asking him for his daughter's hand. They don't even know each other. Exactly. And... As a royal, you are not allowed to have a political affinity well, to anything. No, you can have opinions, but you have it with people that you trust right. that are not going to blab exactly. and yes. let your views be right. known. Because yeah. Charles has been like, uh, has gotten in trouble yeah. off and on over the years for being very loose-lipped around people yep. and has had to kind of backpedal, backpedal from that because you're, they're just not supposed to make their views known. So I don't believe it for a second, not even for a second, that Harry confided no, anything no. like that into Thomas Marco. Oh dear, it's uh, just awful that the, uh, the the part that puzzled me is when he said. Well, I, I ended up just being a footnote. Footnote, yeah. That's like, what is about that? you. No, I know <laughs> it. And he said, you know, here's my thing since the beginning of him about him is he wanted to make his image look better. Who cares? This is your daughter. As a parent, you don't think those things. You don't think those thoughts. That was Samantha, his other yeah. daughter, saying, you know, they just have pictures of you going to fast food places because he lives in a gated thing. And and I would say, so what? Yeah, so what? Who cares? Right. Yeah, I, I'm good I, I with agree. my daughter. If he was good with his daughter, none of this would have no. happened. Yeah, and that other sister is just going, perfect. Well, and she's got her <laughs> ankle still perfect. in a cast from hitting the medium in Florida when the paparazzi was All right, well, let's listen her. to him uh, when he tells Pierce Morgan about when Megan called to tell her dad she has a new boyfriend who hap- she he yeah, doesn't know it's we'll, Harry. I think we can squeeze it in. First yeah. phone calls were, uh, Dad, I have a new boyfriend. And uh, 
And I, I said, that's really nice. And then the next call was like, he's British. And I said, well, that's really nice. And then eventually the third time around was like, he's a prince. And um, at that at that point, uh, she said, he's, it's Harry. And I said, oh, Harry, okay. And um, she said, of course, we'll have to call him H so no one knows that we're talking about Harry, it's H. Uh, and then we talked about that, and eventually I spoke to him as well. Um, very nice for me. This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's this? What's the latest? Trending online this afternoon, Bruce Springsteen. Lyrics for Bruce Springsteen's 1975 anthem, Born to Run, will be auctioned online starting today through the 28th. At Sotheby's, they're expecting a high bid of around $300,000. Also, Suge Knight trending, the imprisoned hip-hop impresario who is awaiting trial for murder can't get a pass to leave prison. In order to attend his mother's funeral, he is ineligible because he is a homicide suspect. Also, trending Game of Thrones, Amelia Clark posted an emotional tribute to the show on Instagram as filming for the series is wrapping up. The last season of Game of Thrones debuts on HBO in 2019. Also trending Tiffany Haddish. The comedian is teaming up with Tyler Perry for the movie called Nobody's Fool. The full trailer is out now for that movie and it's in theaters on November 2nd. That's what's trending here at my talk. Forecast is brought to you by AAA Movers. Uh, like a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms after 7 p.m. with a low of 64. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on this Monday. So Meghan Markle has endeared herself so much to her father-in-law, yes. Charles, that he's given her the most unusual and kind of flattering of nicknames. L is reporting this. Okay. Um, that he calls her tungsten. What does that mean? What it's do you a, think that would mean? It's a type of metal. It's a metal. Oh, Soft really? Metal. It, but Tell it's, me about it's, it. it's, it's a silver color. And it's, it's tough, but unbending. Hmm. Tungsten. 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 That's what it supposedly calls her. And I was shocked um, that only a handful of photographers were sent to photograph this wedding because a young lady by the name of Celia McQuardles uh, got married this weekend. She's the daughter of Lady Sarah, Princess Diana's sisters, first cousin to Harry and William. Okay. Wearing the Spencer family tiara. Oh. There were like no photographers. And of course, uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry were there. And Meghan Markle is wearing a, just a, a, a lovely... Royal I think Dalton Her, her, her Majesty's old uh, uh, bed sheets. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, tragically three sizes too big. It's an Oscar de la Renta. My, and and, and, and uh, I, my first thought was, is she pregnant? No. No. Oh, no, no, because she was just in that skin tight thing. I, I do. Uh, no. I'm just saying this dress no. is so gigantic. Well, it is an oversized dress. It, um, and it was flowing and open and you could tell she was uncomfortable because it was a sort of a wrap dress, but it was like literally three sizes too big. And I thought maybe she didn't want to draw attention to herself 
at all. And so she was going, I'm just going to literally melt into the wallpaper. Right. But her fascinator was one of the cutest ones I've seen in a long time. That white, I think her fascinator looked I did really not, pretty. I, I no, didn't, no, I didn't like it. No, the the best thing about Meghan Markle I, in this I photo is her smile mm-hmm. and her hand and Harry's hand because they look so happy. Yes, but this dress is she's going in the wrong direction with this dress. Well, I think the print's pretty. Do we for a tablecloth or bed <laughs> I sheets? I mean, Donnie, you posted it, but we can't. We find can't it. find it, and it's labeled. No, right. it it's there. Trust me, I, I just looked at it. It's, well, it's we there. just both looked at it too. Uh, okay, I just looked at it. I'll I'll fix it. It's there. It is okay. Yeah. So anyway, you could just tell she was uncomfortable with the wrap part of the dress. Sure, but there were like no photographers. They're just going down this little path. I don't know. Maybe going from a working actress wardrobe to a duchess wardrobe is going to be more challenging than we think. I do not want her using Kate's stylist. This is something Kate You're would so have worn. Funny, Kat. It's, I called you Catherine, yeah, my little sister. This oh is my something gosh. Kate would have worn. It's veering on the matronly, Julia. It's very That's okay, honey. It's very bathrobe. It's okay, Megan. You're the chosen one. I know. I know. She, she can't be up to having to be beautiful every second of every moment and well, having the not? right dress on. <laughs> why not? Because that's a Pressure. lot of effort. You no, know, it isn't. She's the Duchess of Sussex. Right. If I was the Duchess of Sussex, that'd be it. I would say, yes, I'm ready for this glam squad every damn <laughs> day. Bring it. I don't know. Oh, no. gosh. I mean, All even right. Donnie can tell that 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 fascinator is sad. It looks See, like, I thought it looked pretty. It looks like a little like a little twist of toilet paper. Yeah, I agree. I it's thought like, it looked really that? pretty. That's the first thing I noticed. Is yeah. what the oh, you that? people are too hardcore. Yeah, no, Julia, she is too gorgeous for that dress. Fine. Okay. okay. All right, Helena. Fine, fine. Okay, so you saw Ocean's Eight this weekend. Yes, I right? did. And I loved it. I loved it. Okay, but here is the issue. Okay, tell me. the The audio was so quiet, like I could hear people eating. You know, no. I felt like yeah. So I had my little niece go down, and I said, "Will you go tell them to go turn this up?" Yeah. You know, because I was only you. I just had bought popcorn <laughs> only, in the movie, and I said only, I just got. Well, I sat you, down again, and I'm like, "Will you just run down there for me?" Why did you tell her yourself? Donnie, because she was willing to do it. <laughs> do it. Okay. Oh, I don't I see, think okay. it was bad. I was helping out the entire audience. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Just like my pothole thing last week that you guys think I'm wrong. I mean, I was helping everyone out. You're going to want to out it, yourself on that one? Well, I thought it was a good one. <laughs> um, but it was so quiet. So I'm like, please just turn it up. And Did they? Like, yes, of course. And, and it was so much better. And? It was a great movie. I love that movie. Yeah. I loved that movie. So the actresses were all on Graham Norton on Friday night. Okay. The Ocean's Eight, including Rihanna. And she's not done a lot of the stuff. And Graham asked the ladies if they'd been to the Met Ball. And all of them had been, except for Helena Bonham Carter. And after admitting to that, Rihanna said, that's because you wear dresses like that. It, meaning what oh, she had hysterical. on. Which was hysterical. just such a perfect yes. burn. Yes. And then um, uh, Graham Norton uh, uh, said to Rihanna, why do you always have a wine glass in your hand when you're walking around? She said, wherever I am. 
If I'm not done drinking my wine, I just bring it with me. So I take wine glasses from all over the place. Oh, that's a, oh, because that's when she's always leaving the paparazzi. So, oh, yes. that's hysterical, uh, isn't it? And then Helena Bonham Carter, she because she always has a driver. I mean, why not? Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, and then Helena Bonham Carter, she is um, you know going to be playing um, in the next season of The Crown. She's playing. Uh, I guess she was originally considered to play Elizabeth. Oh, really? The queen? The queen, but they ultimately felt she'd be a better fit for her sister, Margaret. And now that she's about to do the series, Helena is wondering if she'd be able to convince the audience. She admitted she's posh, but not posh enough to sound like Princess Margaret without Mm -hmm. practice. She said, um, I've got two weeks to prepare, so I need to find her characters soon. I'm not sure which I'm more terrified about, doing justice to the real Princess Margaret or following in the shoes of Vanessa Kirby's Princess Margaret. Right. Yeah, because you know, she was Vanessa amazing. was amazing in it. She really was. Yeah. So I think uh, Helena Bonham Carter, she can do anything, though. She's I think she's an such underrated a, actress. She yeah. really is. And mm-hmm. she's just so quirky. Remember, she'd go with two different shoes on to red carpets. I mean, that dig from Rihanna is so perfect Isn't because it? she doesn't care. She likes her quirkiness. Yes. She loves how she's quirky, and that mm-hmm. that's her thing. I felt bad when uh, her marriage ended with the Tim Burton. Yeah. Yeah, he met someone mm-hmm. younger. He did. A new model. Yeah. A little younger. Damn it. Because yeah, they're yep, equally little... as quirky, those two. Yeah. Yeah, they were. I thought that they were. They remind me a little bit of Ethan um, Cohen and uh, who's the lady, you know, six degrees. Fargo. Oh, the, uh, f- uh, Fargo. Uh, Francis McCormick. Oh, yeah. Because they're kind of a quirky couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Ethan Cohen. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, and I like it that because Vanessa Kirby has... Um, talked about recently that she was in full grieving process over saying goodbye to Princess Margaret. Claire Foy has said sort of the same thing, Matt Smith. Well, they were part it, of magic. Yeah, yeah. It really, really was TV magic in just two seasons of right. it, you know, and then moving on. So I love that the former cast has shown enthusiasm for their replacements, mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of, I think that's cool. But I do, too. Right. And Vanessa Kirby, you know, we were just talking about Princess Margaret. She's in the next Mission Impossible. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes, with that Tommy, is going to explode Tommy Cruise. her career, I It think. totally is. Because that trailer looks good. It does look good. And I've always loved the Mission Impossible. Yeah. Those are always good. Yeah. I they, feel like you can't mess that one up. The first one, he was so great in it. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're going to get nonstop. His press thing will be all about his death-defying stunts yeah. and yes. all of and that. And the one where he kept going against the wall and he broke his ankle. Remember? You see that in the trailer. Yeah. You see that shot. Mm-hmm. So they got the shot. They finally <laughs> did. He broke his, his ankle, though, in the process. But, but we're, we're going to no. see it. He kept on running. That's right. Ah. That's right. We're no, gonna... he, he pulled up and was jumping on one leg. He, like, rolled over. They're, they're piecing that together oh, from okay. other right. things. Because remember no, when, when it first he, happened? When it first happened, that it took him down. Help me! Yeah, it took, Help it me, took I missed the jump. I missed the jump. Did you not love the fashion in that movie, oh. Ocean's 8? Was that fantastic? Okay. And how cool were Sandra Bullock and Kate Blanchett? So good. So good. And sa- Sandra you know, Bullock. As, she's so good. As uh, whatever Ocean, what was her name? Debbie. Debbie Ocean. Mm-hmm. She was She was so good. The scene in uh, Bergdorf Goodman's. Oh. Oh my god. It was just I classic. Classic. Oh my gosh. I just I loved that movie. That yeah. was really fun. It was it's a fun movie. I know. And yeah. it just was like a I don't just, know. You it never works. saw Book Club. 
No, I haven't we, seen we didn't it yet. Go to the I still and see that. No, I'm not going to. I think I'm going to wait. I've heard enough of. Please just wait. But I'm going to see it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's going to be a little more campy. And how did you think the ending of Ocean's Eight? Do you think it left any room for Danny? Possibly? It leaves room for a lot of things. Okay. Yeah. All right. There yep. you go. There totally. You All right. Listen, we come back. Oh my gosh, we have. We, we just, we can't even believe this news, but we'll, we'll return with it when we come back. It must be discussed. We're here. We're back. It's Monday. We promise not to behave all week long. Good. Good. Right. Okay. No, this story is just unbelievable. This one makes me really sad. Heather Locklear yep. uh, was hospitalized for a psych evac- evaluation uh, after family member, I believe it was her mom, yep. claimed that um, she was trying to hurt herself and looking for a gun to shoot herself. And there was no access to a, a weapon, but uh, it was Father's Day and her mom and dad were there. And yeah. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. She was transported to the hospital mm-hmm. for a psych eval. Well, she... she it's just so weird because we just heard last month... That she got out of a uh, hospital and was in a good place. You know, I well, just feel like... Well, we've been hearing that. You went back and looked at the I story. I mean, in February, she was arrested for domestic violence during a fight with her high school boyfriend that she reconnected with. Right. And she punched two police officers and... She threatened if she had a gun, you know, she was going to shoot him. Yeah, the charges were dropped and, and then, you know, she went to rehab. She keeps... She's gone... How long has she been struggling She's been struggling out loud... Out loud. 2006? Yeah, that's when it looks like it all started. Um, it's In 93, she divorced Tommy Lee. 2007, she divorced Richie Sambora. And then um, it, I think it's all started like she entered treatment for the very first time. And um, the divorce was finalized April 2007. Richie Sambora and Heather uh-huh. Locklear. And she entered rehab the first time through, I, I think, 2008. And she's been dealing with anxiety and depression. And in 2007, when she was still finalizing her divorce, she started going out with her real life um, boyfriend from Melrose Place, Jack Wagner. So they were together for four years and engaged and split up. But I mean, if you kind of look at the date, she entered rehab in June. She got out. And then that September, yeah, in that September of 2008, she was arrested um, for a DUI in November 2008. She was formally charged with the DUI. Then you get to April 2010, which isn't even, you know, that much later, arrested for the hit and run. She hit like the sign in the gated community. Um, December of that year, she was hospitalized for a bacteria infection, which was probably something else. In November well, of 2011, she called off her engagement. Um, in January 2012, they 
uh, she was taken to the hospital after 911 call was taken from her house. Someone called in because she had a, a bad combination of alcohol and prescription medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. In let's see, January 2017, she went to rehab again. And um, September 2017, she had another car accident. Mm-hmm. She went off the ditch. February 2018, so they called the cops when she... The boyfriend. The boyfriend. Yeah. And, um, and part of that was, um, let's see, in March 2018, she went into rehab again. And March 2018, she was banned by the police in Ventura County from owning a firearm because she had threatened the police when they went out. She punched the police and she's punching the boyfriend and everything. But the um, officer um, told the actress that she could no longer own a gun. They banned her from owning a firearm. And then April of this year, she pled not guilty. June of this year, she was hospitalized for psych evaluation, which is just happening right now. But apparently she was choking her mother, hitting her dad. And they called, I think... um, and I know that her, she's just been in a dark place for a long time. And I think, addiction. I think addiction, mm-hmm. it's just, it just, it's everybody. But I, the saddest part, well, it's also sad, but I feel like there's a so happiness here that she's in a lockup instead of having, taking her own life. Yeah. You know, so there's oh, yeah. an opportunity here. Right, right. That there was no firearm around and there wasn't anything yeah. for her to get at and that yeah. her mom and dad were there and they took care of her. But right. I don't know what's going on when she goes to these treatment centers that it it just doesn't feel like she's getting the success. Well, you know, I mean, the thing with addiction is that you, the person, bottom line, who's dealing with the addiction has got to be... right. Be the yeah, one. It's a, a two way street. It, it yeah, is. Yeah, it is. And you know, I feel like opioids play a part in her addiction, though. We, yeah, that could and be that because she's admitted, your brain chemistry. Yeah, she's admitted that. And, it, you know, if she's something undiagnosed, but it's just, oh my gosh, Heather. And I think. I just feel like we know her. Oh, we grew up with her. Yeah. 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 From Dynasty and Mm -hmm. Melrose Place. And why she's still lovey-dovey with the guy she was fighting with before her arrest. And then he got a DWI like two hours after she was arrested. He sounds like a big loser. He spent time in prison for fraud. I know. she, And I think everyone around her, I know that Richie Sambora and their daughter, Ava, has struggled with the mom. You know, in their relationship. We to stop. And we've heard that, that public cry out from both of them in the past. I think it's really sad, but maybe there's an opportunity. Yeah. Well, here. so you always, you know, her friends and family, uh, you, you you have faith. You know, you steal yourself for the worst, possibly. Right. Because you've been down the road before, but you have hope. I mean, this is 10 years yeah. of in and out. Yeah. I've. Wow. I. She's always been like super close to her mom and dad and her sister. She yep. they don't live far apart from each other. She just obviously becomes a different person um, under and the influence. And that's what they said. She's mm-hmm. the pills have taken. You know, Mm-mm. she comes completely a different person. Mm-mm. So it's just really, really sad. Jeez. And then one of her exes was in the news because oh. he's pathetic too. Tommy Lee. Mm-hmm. Tommy Lee. I thought he was going to be not out loud about his kids anymore. Well, Why do you have to go and do a Father's Day Instagram thing and talk about how great his dad is and how great he is and then talk about how bleeped up his kids are and call him a-hole? Because the kids, Father's the kids called him that first. No, what, they what? didn't. That is are you not sure? true. 
Tommy oh. Lee posted a photo of his father to Instagram and said, you know, I've bleeped up at times, but I've always months back. Sometimes I feel like I failed as my father because my kids don't know the value of things. I'm not fully to blame because their mom has a lot to do with it. Um, I go. I guess I hoped at the end of the day they would end up kind. I love them dearly, but don't get me wrong. It's tough to watch your kids grow up without morals. Nothing can prepare you for fatherhood. I love my boys, but they can be a-holes too. And that's the truth. Cue honest guy music. So Brandon Lee read that caption. His son. Yeah, his son. And he he said, you got to show up to be a dad big guy. If you think we're so bad, which I can assure you're not, then you maybe should have showed up at a few more B days and baseball games. Um, and with mm. it, yeah, posted a video of their dad passed on his wedding his day. Mm-hmm. Passed out in his underwear. Passed out in his underwear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just so pathetic. And and this all stems from um, <sighs> his his son Brandon, the uh, same one that's bound. They're going back and forth. Yeah. The dad said that Brandon punched him. The kids said, my dad's out of control. They're trying they, to help. They were trying to do intervention. Yep. And get him to rehab. Yep. But out loud, I thought, don't do this, you guys. But I, there's, I, this is, I think, the really tragic part of addiction. It's just so, it just gets everywhere. It yeah. just, just takes, overtakes everything. And yeah. I, you just can't think straight. I and assume he was under the influence when he wrote that. Oh, of course yeah. he was. Absolutely. Of course he was. And then he, and then the fiance said, Brandon, she, they're th- married now. Aren't they married? No, they're just, they're not married. Oh, yet. okay. Um, Brittany Furland, she's the fiance. She's commented on Brandon's video. Brandy, this is too much. Your dad loves you and you love your dad. Please stop. Everyone is clearly hurt. Enough is enough. And then he wrote back, don't be a hero, Brittany. My dad needs another enabler. Yeah. Oh, Hashtag don't <laughs> enable or something Exactly. Like that. <gasps> Hashtag you. Jeez Louise. And Heather Locklear and Tommy Lee were married how long ago? Well, they divorced in 93. Jeez. I know it. And she, then he got right together. With almost, Pamela. And she got married not long after Richie Sambora. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was young when she, she was 24 when she married Tommy Lee, and he was 23, and it was a fancy, fancy wedding at the Santa Barbara Biltmore. Biltmore. And I remember my cousin Greg got married there. At the Biltmore? Yeah. Wow. Around that time, and I remember the People Magazine photos. Oh, geez. Uh-huh. Anyway, well, we we wish them well, Heather yeah, we do. and Tommy Lee. No kidding. All right, we will be back.